Hello, everyone, and welcome to Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. I'm Mike Laidman. And I'm Chris Blonsky. And we're two dads who also happen to be nerds. We certainly aren't experts, but we are open to sharing our experiences with other nerdy dads out there in the interest of keeping our kids alive. How are you doing, sir? Good, Mike. Good. Working from home today was wonderful. Period. Okay. I was wondering if there was more coming to that or not. No, no. I was uh, watching all the latest announcements in our region and how it's really for serious stay at home this time. Yeah, yeah. Which which made for some interesting uh, updates to last week's episode. Because if you recall on last week's episode, I was really excited that William was going back to daycare this week. And William is not going back to daycare this week. <laughs> now, was that your guys' choice or was that the daycare saying, uh, no way, we're not doing this? That was actually our choice. Okay. We decided in, you know, just kind of out of, to err on the side of caution and take him out. And so William is still at home and I am still working while, while, while we try to, to take care of that. Laura has actually changed her shifts slightly, mm-hmm. which means that going forward, she will now be working Sundays as well as on Saturdays and have two days off during the week. So that means that I will at least be able to get one day of work back. But then that also means that I will lose one day of my weekend as well. Like, I, yeah. I, sh- I shouldn't say it like that because it makes it sound like I'm like, oh, God, like I'm losing my weekend. It's just that like I am no longer having the one day because I have my weekend one of my days is alone with William and one of my days is with Laura and we can all do family things together. I will no longer have that day. It would just be me and William alone. Thankfully, I'm not, I don't have to work at the same time, but <laughs> just me and William alone, you know, having a daddy Sunday. Yeah. Well, I continue my stance of that's just too bad, Mike. <laughs> I know. <laughs> because because I've done it for months and months, but... Uh, I know, I know. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So, we are... I'm still technically working two days a week in the office, but I believe I can probably get away with saying there's no way in hell I'm going in on those two days. Obviously, with baby due in, in two weeks, almost mm-hmm. two weeks exactly now, uh, as of recording anyway. So can't take the risk you know it's crazy like the stats and the numbers and i know we we don't want to make this a covid podcast but you know anything i can do to not get tiff to have covid while she's giving birth would be a good thing you know yeah it's kind of crazy like as much as we we haven't really talked about it in a while it's so all-encompassing of where we are you know like it's our area has become such a a hot zone like it's a hot zone. Like there's no way, other way to explain it that like literally the government is talking about sending in the red cross to like disaster relief. (laughs) Yeah. Well, a lot of the hospitals in our area have added in uh, like triage centers and stuff because they're going to be too full. And it's, it's crazy. The hospital up the street. Cause you remember that I don't live too far from the general, the parking lot over from it is it's a tent city. Now it's, 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 enormous tents just there waiting for the overflow from the hospital because it's already that getting bad like it's crazy it's wild i was reading a stat the other day that says our infection rate is now the highest in the world because it was the u.s as number one in the uk but now they've been vaccinating like crazy so you know we're number one yay (laughs) great job we did it everyone yeah no i know 
The other thing I was super happy about, Mike, was they they shut down playgrounds and then they sure backtracked on that real quick. Oh, yeah. Like it backtracked so quick that we went to a playground and people were like, what are you doing? And it was like, no, we, we, it's already been backtracked. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, thank God, because I don't know. I don't know how I would have done it without the playgrounds. I, I know back in, I think, April or May when they opened up the first time. Of last year, sorry. Yeah. It was like, this is so much better because I can burn like an hour and a half of the day there. And I'll just bring my laptop and my phone so I can hotspot if I've got to. And yeah, it's it's pretty sweet deal. So I'm really happy that all the angry parents in Ontario sent death threats to the the government. So Well, it's funny because Laura, Laura has been tweeting so much hate for Doug Ford. Oh, I know. I, I've been I've been watching. <laughs> well, the, the, you know who you know who her newest follower is. Who is it? The head of the Ontario Liberal Party. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so I don't know if he's just like maybe vote for me, or if he's like I really like the cut of your jib and the and the yeah. kind of the tweets you're throwing out. Be our PR representative going forward, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It'd be a real, uh, a real aggressive take on politics. <laughs> yeah, def- with, with what she's been posting, it definitely would be very aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, but Mike, well, we might as well just jump into the kids stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was raining here the other day and a thunder and everything. And Ben has been become obsessed with the rumbles. You know, oh, the rumbles yeah, yeah. in the sky with the thunder. And every time it like drizzles, he's like, where's the rumbles? I want to see the rumbles. And it's like, dude, you know, doesn't always work that way. We had to pull up a blippy explains the weather video. <laughs> so you <that he> would understand. <laughs> and we set up a little rain gauge outside so you can go and check it and everything like that. So it was just really funny. He's just really into so rain for some reason. We had a, a bedtime thing tonight, Mike. He was just... I want to say overtired. It's hard to say exactly. I mean, you never know with kids, but he was putting up a big, a, you know, a bit of a fight and everything like that. And eventually, you know, I got a little bit stressed and I said, you know, Ben, I'm telling you it's time for bed. And then he snaps back with, I'm telling you it's time, not time for bed, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yes, it is because I'm the boss. And he says, no, you're not. I'm the boss. And it's Ooh. like, you son of a bitch. I could have just slapped him right on the butt, but we don't do that. We know? don't do that, no. That's an 80s parenting thing, not a 2020 parenting thing. That's right. But yes, that little sass back. You know, it's great that he can talk and you can have a good conversation and stuff, but sometimes it'd be nice if he was just like one year old again and he would just do what you want. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and uh, then, well, here, here, Mike, here's some parenting. We have some actual parenting stuff on this podcast for the first time in a while. Ben is now afraid of monsters in the bedroom. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which is weird because we have never once brought up monsters, you know, in any like discussion. Like there's a monster in the closet or a monster under the bed. Like Mm -hmm. it's not a thing, but we're assuming he picked it up from TV. He said he saw it from the boy on TV. So it's probably some cartoon that happened to have a monster, something like that. Right. But... Man, what a struggle. He was just like panic crying yesterday and he was just worried that there was monsters. I was like, well, show me the monster. And I was like a tiny little bit of light seeping in from the window and that was the monster. And then I covered that up and then there was some other thing that was the monster. And basically, I had to tell him that Banjo, our dog, would protect him from all the monsters. Mm-hmm. Like every time Banjo barks, he's scaring the monsters away. And that SJ, our cat, eats monsters 
so you don't need to worry about it. And I had to bring SJ into the room and like sniff around all the, <laughs> the doors. And it was like, SJ, are there any monsters? No, no. Okay, great, great. There's no monsters, Ben. But yeah, it was just, it was, it was weird. It just sort of out of the blue and, and Tiff did a little bit of research on it after the fact. And apparently we're supposed to like play along with it, you know, telling them that it's, you know, monsters aren't real and whatever doesn't do anything for them because they've right. got it, I guess, so convinced that it's real that your best bet is to just say, oh yeah, they're real, but this or that, or, you know, whatever excuse you want to come up with. But I was I was wondering if you guys have had any experience with that kind of stuff yet or you know William is still kind of good not not with monsters or anything like no. that yet no thankfully there's no no nighttime fears or anything like that eh no i think the closest the closest we've had where it was just kind of like why is this the thing that is suddenly in you're inconsolable about was Laura showed William because she thought it would be fun and he would like the dancing she showed him the time warp from Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, okay. yeah. And he liked it. Like, he really liked it. And then for some reason, I guess at the end of the video, they, they all, there's that part where it all like goes like, Meow, and mm-hmm. everyone like falls down. And mommy, mommy says like, oh, look, they fell down. They fall down. And William like latched onto that. So now fall down is something that he says a lot. But the very first night I was standing there waiting for him to come brush his teeth and he walks over and goes, baby, fall down. And then he sat down, like, like sat down, not like fell down, sure, yeah. sat down. And then he started bawling. And I'm like, what's wrong? And he's like, baby, fall down, baby, fall down, baby, fall down. And it was, it was just, what, what happened? All you did was sit down. Like I watched him do it. He didn't like twist his foot or like stub a toe or anything. He sat down and started bawling because he fell down. Thankfully, he still says fall down all the time, but he hasn't had like any like anything like that. I was going to say associated panic attack related to it. Yeah. No, no. I, I'm sometimes I worry that he's going to pull a Ben and start crying when he realizes what, uh, or uh, rockabye baby is about because we still sing that every night. <laughs> right. Yeah. But it's, it's actually funny. Cause you remember Laura said about, or I, I mentioned about how Laura's basically removed herself from the rockabye baby game. Yeah. She's reinserted herself and actually, negated my role in the rock of my baby oh wow yeah yeah so i do not i no longer shake william i no longer do rock him to sleep mm-hmm. now what happens is that he takes a stuffed animal she takes a stuffed animal and i now take a stuffed animal and we all rock the stuffed animal and then he goes to bed uh, okay so right. it's it's an everybody game and yeah of, uh, that's a teamwork everybody wins yeah exactly exactly but the thing was is it was a mommy and baby one until i was like well i'm gonna grab one and no one can stop me <laughs> well that's just thinking on your feet mike that's good. yeah exactly yeah. well it's, it's so funny too because i feel like you have a, a nice small claims court for copyright infringement on laura because she started calling william stuffy pals the boys Oh, did she? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so she's been saying like, "Hey, do you want to bring the boys around?" And 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 our our uh, our boys have been uh, expanding. We have more boys in the pod. Right. Now. Okay. Of course. Yeah. So we went from four to six, but we've been telling him, "No, you can't sleep with six. So he sleeps with five, and we rotate one of the boys out. 
It's just so much easier to say the boys rather than your stuffed animals or whatever nickname you happen to have for them or list them all off by name. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that's good. I'm, at least somebody is paying attention to this podcast, you know? <laughs> well, I mean, I pay attention. <laughs> well, of course you do, Mike, but you're forced to. You're legally obligated to pay attention. Mm. Does your wife not pay attention? Is that the- Well, she also pays attention, but... Oh, okay. Well, there you go. There are two people. Yeah. But she already called them the boys because I called them the boys. So. Fair. Fair. <laughs> yeah. Fair. Fair. I will tell you something, though, that has been a problem, Chris. Okay. Sure. And, and I assume it's because he's bored out of his mind because he hasn't been to daycare in a month. Mm-hmm. But William has really, really zoned in on the hitting. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know how you handled it. I know you said that you did this whole thing with like the, you, you, oh no, I'm really hurt kind of a thing. Well, we've been experimenting with the timeout. Okay. Yeah. So, so basically we get a chair and we put it in the center of the room away from everything. And we, we point it at the microwave and we sit him on, on the chair and we start the timer and we go, you can't get off of this chair until that timer reaches zero. And he tries. And then if he gets off, we like, oh, put him back on the chair and we restart the timer. And it works sometimes and other times it doesn't because sometimes it becomes a game where he likes to watch the numbers count down. And we're like, this isn't for fun. This is for punishment. Like, stop it. <laughs> right, right. But yeah, he's really, really gotten... Like, if you tell him like, no, you can't do that, he really just starts whacking away at like you, the walls, his toys, everything. Just slapping. Oh, oh, everything. Okay. And yeah. and he's actually started to kick because we've grabbed his hands. He'd be like, hey, don't hit. And when mm-hmm. we're holding his hands, he'll start to kick. Nice. And it's just like, oh, what are you doing, kid? Yeah, it's just exploring his boundaries, right? And what he can get away with and everything like that. Yeah, it's it's resulted in a few occasions of him going to bed without a rockabye baby routine. It's mm-hmm. literally just been, nope, you go into bed, we're turning out the lights because because we have the routine, right? He he turns on his white noise machine. He turns out the lights. He does all of the stuff himself. And when he's bad and it's like, nope, you go straight to bed. I'm turning this on. I'm turning this off, blah, 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 blah. And he balls until the door closes and then he shuts up. And it's like, so you know what you're doing is wrong. Like you, you, you throw in a little tantrum. You're like, what are you doing here? Mm-hmm. And then as soon as that door is closed, he's like, okay, I'm good. Well, yeah, because it's for attention, right? That's mm-hmm. what hitting is always for. But we do the same thing now. I mean, if, if he does something not necessarily hitting related, but if he's acting out in a bad way, it's like, okay, whatever we're doing that you're enjoying, we're, we're done now. So if we're playing in the basement, you know, we're playing in the ball pit or whatever, that's it. No more ball pit. We're going upstairs, you know, or whatever. Yeah, we, we're just leaving the situation or, yeah, take away the bedtime routine because he enjoys the bedtime routine. And, you know, right now the nuclear option is I've been having chats with him before bed. I don't know if I've said it on the show or not. Maybe you remember. Yeah, you've, I think you mentioned it. Yeah, so he really likes them. But like, if you're really being a pain in the ass, we won't do that part. And that's kind of like devastating for him. So he usually is like, no, 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 no. You know, like, sorry, sorry. So, you know, eventually they'll learn. But it is so frustrating <laughs> at times. Every so often we try to, like, we have these books, these behavior books that are mm-hmm. little dinos. The little dinos don't hit. The little dinos don't push. And the last few times I've read it to him, he's not getting the don't part. Yeah. So it's like dinos don't push. And he's like, dinos push. And I'm like, no, 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 we don't. <laughs> we don't push. But anyway. So we're, yeah, we're, we're coping with it where we can. And another thing that that's actually kind of you related is 
we have you guys to thank for William's latest obsession. If you recall, we came to Ben's first birthday party. Okay. And everyone received as a parting gift a Nerdy Baby's Guide to Space. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's right. Yes. Well, Nerdy Baby's Guide to Space is William's new jam, and he is all about the planets. Oh, that's exciting. Oh, yeah. He knows that there are eight planets. He can say all of their names except Uranus. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's resulted in one really funny thing because William, obviously, he's learning to speak. He doesn't have everything perfect. I've told you before when he says blippy, he says bippy. You know, he's got... He's got a bit of a problem with L's and sometimes T's don't work the greatest. Sure. Way. Yeah. Ben, Ben's bad at T's too. Mm-hmm. So, so when he's talking about the planets, he wants the penis. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. So, he says things along the little lines because we found there's actually, if you recall, we, we used to talk about Pancake Manor, the, the band that he really likes. Yep. Well, they have a planet song and he likes to sing. He actually sings along with the planet song. And when he wants to hear the planet song, he's like, penis song, penis song. <laughs> we're just like, mm-hmm. That's when okay. you you record this, Mike. And then when he gets married, you play it on the, <laughs> yeah, he wants the, penis on the loudspeaker. Yeah. Penis song, penis yeah. song. Yeah. So, it's, it's, that's, been, that's been a lot of fun. But also, actually, what was really fun is we took William to see the house, the new house. Oh, like an inside tour or not just a, not, outside? Not okay. an inside tour, just an outside tour because we haven't been able to go inside with him yet mm-hmm. we are hoping because we get it's like part of our contract yeah you little, get two yeah. we get two and we're using one to go measure the floors because we're getting carpets put in mm-hmm. and have the painters like do an estimate of how much they think it'll be because they have to go in and look at it so we're like doing that as a two for one where we're basically both going to show up with they're all going to show up at the same time and we'll be like you run in then you run in and then it's you know like that's it yeah um and then we're hoping to use the other one to to bring him in and show him the inside of the house and and everything like that. But he went to the outside and he seemed really excited about the sewer grate in the front yard. Mm-hmm. A wise choice. I, I know that very heavily influenced your decision on homes for sure. Oh, definitely. Well, yeah. you, I've William is a big fan of like drainage grates. I don't know what it is. I think it's the whole aspect of it mm-hmm. because like there's a, there's a drainage gate or is it not even in that? It's a manhole cover. There's a manhole cover in the park across the street. And also when we go to Bayfront, there's also like a, a manhole there and he's obsessed with those and he's obsessed with the drainage ga- gates in the, it's, it's crazy. And, and our house has two of them. There's one in the front yard and one in the backyard. So he's going to be on top of the moon like we're like trying to figure out if there's something that we can put like over top of it that will also let water go in but also protect like all of his toys from going down that's what i was gonna say uh, that's why ben really likes the drainage gate or the the drains because he can put sticks down there and they go away forever yeah 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 but i like it's it's a big enough hole that there's gonna be there's gonna be toys going down there sooner look at some screening maybe use some screening yeah and while we were also there, we also took him to the park. There's a huge park right around the corner from our new house. And we were showing him off. We were like, hey, look, it's the new park. So he's like, new park, new park. So he now asks to go to the new park all the time. Okay. And and it's crazy that he, he, he enjoyed the new park because while we were there, we showed him off. Our, the new park actually has like, it's got a ton of stuff. There's a... I want to, I don't even know what to call it because it's not a park in the traditional sense. It's like, it's all wood 
and it's all like a pond, but it's like a big pond. Like like there are these 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 wooden things that you can stand on, and they're lily pads, and there's big fake reeds, and and like an upside down boat. It, it looks like it's a giant pond with right. giant pond pieces in it, and it's it's a you know it's a fun little playground. But I think for William, it's a little too advanced. Like there's a lot of climbing stuff, and he's not quite ready for that. But thankfully, there's also a splash pad, and we know we've talked about how William loves the splash pad, so so that'll be great. Mm-hmm. And then also there is a, of course, my phone starts going off on time. <laughs> Thanks, mom. Mom got her COVID shot. Hooray! Oh, good, good. So anyway, the the other park is another park on the other side that's like a more traditional park with like slides and swings and, and all that stuff. So we took them over there, and one of the things that it has is like a little suspension bridge. Okay, yeah. And it's it's a little steep. Like we were, he wanted to climb it, and I'm like, I don't know, it's a little steep. And and Laura's like, no, like, he he wants to do it. It'll be fine. And and so he's doing it. And he goes down, he goes up the other side, and he goes down it, and he goes up the other side, and he's having a great time. And then maybe the fourth or fifth time, he started going up the side, and all I heard was, squeak, boom, went down like a sack of potatoes. Like, he's climbing, <laughs> he's climbing, right? And and just slipped while he was going up, like, because I don't know if it was the shoes were too wet or what, because it, was, sure, it, wasn't, yeah. it wasn't damp, but it was like, you know, like, it was a little... You know, you walk through the morning dew, right? We went early. Yeah, of to, course. Yeah, we went early to avoid the crowds, and so he goes up and he goes and, and just goes down, and he landed on his chin. He's got a big mark on the bottom of his chin, and we because t- we were all wearing masks because we were at the playground and there was another family there. Laura took the mask off to see how he was doing. His mouth has got blood in it. We're like, oh no, what happened? <laughs> and Laura's like, can you run to the car? And there's like wipes and and. And his water cup is over there. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll run. I'll run and I'll get it. And as I'm running, I'm like, ah, oh, hell. Because <laughs> like, I'm, I'm running. And, and I'm like, I did not realize how far away we were from where we parked. Because there's like two parking lots. And then this enormous park. Sure. This, base, this baseball field, soccer diamonds, football. Like all of this stuff. There's, there's, there's tons of stuff. And when I got back from the, from the car, I look at my watch. Because my... My watch is a Fitbit and it automatically started doing a running exercise because I was running <laughs> and and I got back and I looked at it and it tracked almost a kilometer. So I had like run a kilometer. Yeah, hey, good for you, Mike. That's yeah, good. And, I was, and I was just like, oh, super tired. So I get back and, and I'm like, how's he doing? Because she's on the swings with him by the time I get back and he's doing fine. Well, it turns out when he fell, he he bit his cheek and that's Mm -hmm. what the blood was. So, he didn't bite his tongue or or, or like chip a tooth or anything like that. He just bit his cheek and and had a little bit of blood. So, after a little bit of uh, wiping, he he had a mask on and Laura ended up, because she had no wipes, she wiped up all the boogers and blood and spit with the mask. That mask is pretty gross now. (laughs) Uh, I don't know if it's going to survive being washed, but we'll give it a shot. But so yeah, so he was he was fine by the time I got back, and it's like part of me was like I ran all that way for <laughs> for nothing, mm-hmm. you know. But <laughs> yeah, that's all part of that that kid experience, right? Yeah, definitely. But otherwise, he loves his new park, which is great. So we'll we'll be going there quite often, I'm sure, once we we move over there. So well, that's good. That's it. Is it really close to the house? It's it's hard to say. It's, I would say it's about a block and a maybe two blocks oh, away. Oh yeah, so not not far at all. Okay. Yeah, but it, it's just it's weird in the sense of like where it goes. My only major issue of of how to get to the park is there's actually 
no sidewalk between the entrance of where we live and the entrance of the park. So we have to like walk up the side of the road and stuff. And I mean, there's no like field you can cross or anything like that. Not really. There's like houses and trees in the way. So it's basically like until you get to the part where the actual park opens up, it's it's you have to walk along the road. Wow. Lame. (laughs) Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe hopefully we'll be there long enough. They can put a sidewalk in there. Yeah. Well, that's good, Mike. That's good. I'm glad that he's excited about it and you guys are excited about it. Then, Yeah. And we showed him a picture of it and he goes, new house. So he knows that it's the new house. Mm-hmm. I don't think he realizes what that means yet, but we'll find yeah, out. Yeah, he just knows. Yeah. He knows, he's a new one. Yeah. It's new house. That's right. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you want to talk about now, Mike? Well, I feel like we should update some of the stories that we talked about in the last few weeks. Because, sure. I mean, one of the stories we... we we talked about for what three four weeks in a row <laughs> why yeah. why not yeah let's let's polish it off make it quick make why it not quick. why not finish this off so after weeks and weeks of talking about it maybe it was all me and, and my discontent at the fact that they were closing the playstation 3 psp and ps vita stores uh, as of today the day we're recording sony has reversed their decision and they will no longer be closing the ps vita and ps3 stores the psp store is still closing but the way the PSP store works, you can literally download any game off of the for PSP off the PS3 or onto Vita. If any of the stores had to go, that's the one that makes the most sense. Right. Okay. It's a nice compromise. Right? Well, that's good. So this brings you joy then, Mike. It does. And it also brings me joy in the fact that I didn't go crazy, like panic buying a whole bunch of things <laughs> because now I have the time to like spread that kind of thing out. Like I, I, it sort of made me realize like, okay, well, sooner or later I should get on some of these items. And the worst part too was after that happened, like a bunch of YouTubers that I follow all released like, get these games before the stores close. And there was a whole bunch of ones that I was like, oh, actually, that looks really cool. That looks really cool. Right. Now I might have to buy this. Now I might have to buy, oh, all of these things are really expensive now oh no like, like it was just kind of like thankfully i haven't i haven't bought anything the only thing i did buy i did buy a new memory card i bought a second memory card for my vita so that i could put some more games on it mm-hmm. actually i was actually very surprised i bought it at a local game store that i haven't been to in a while we did uh, we did curbside pickup and they had the 32-bit memory cards and, and we talked about how the vita uses pr- proprietary memory cards and that was one of the reasons that it failed was because the the memory cards were so expensive. Well, I bought one and I got it at a really good price, I would say. Like, I mean, it was used, but people are selling used ones online for double what right. I bought it for. So I, I feel pretty good about how much I paid for it. So, Well, that's good. So does this settle your nerves then? You know, you can still go back and never play the PS3. But, you know, rest easy <laughs> that the store is still there. <laughs> no, it's it's funny, actually. Like, my list of PS3 games that I want to play now is getting bigger. Like, right. I'm actually going to probably go back. Like, I obviously, I can't right now because my PS3 is still in a box at my parents' house. Yeah, of course. Until we move. But, like, my list of PS3 games that I'm like, oh, I got to go back and play that. Oh, I got to go back and play that. Like, <laughs> it's, it's getting bigger and bigger. So, yeah. like, luckily, the the thing that was really neat about the the PlayStation Three videos that I've been seeing from people who are like, "Oh, you should buy this game before the store closes." A lot of them I own, and I just haven't played yet. Right. You know, right. like, I I either got them as a freebie through PlayStation Plus, or it was a game that I'm like, "Man, I really want to play this," and I bought it. Like, a perfect example is uh, No More Heroes. No More Heroes, the PlayStation version of No More Heroes. I bought 
when Blockbuster Video went out of uh, out of business, <laughs> which, if you recall, was quite a few years yeah, ago, a while back. A while yeah, back. So no. I bought it, never got to it, and it's like, oh, okay, well, like I bought. Like this is a time to to mm-hmm. finally maybe go and give it a shot. All right, so. all right. One last cl- question before we end this PS3 saga forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> until the next time <laughs> yeah, until next week when they reclose the store yeah mm-hmm. do we have any sense of how many active users are on the vita and the ps3 currently like does playstation make that public anywhere i'm, I'm just genuinely curious because now it's two generations behind mm-hmm. you know I, I was just wondering if it's still a somewhat active console or is it you know they're in the thousands of people now rather than the millions that kind of deal there's a guy on YouTube. His, his name is Mystic. Like that's the username that he goes by. Mm-hmm. His name's Mystic. Like, he goes by Mystic Ryan, and he does actually really fascinating videos that are like the PlayStation Three, PlayStation Vita, online. Who's still playing, and what are they playing? Right. And he pops on a lot of like the big popular multiplayer games to see what people are still playing and if they are still playing. And he'll make a different selection every few to- every time. Like. The stuff that you expect people to be still playing, people are still playing. Like Mm -hmm. the big Call of Duties, you know, like he's gone through, every time he does a video, he'll do two or three Call of Duties. And sure enough, there's always people playing Call of Duties. And it's usually the the newer it is, the, the more people are still playing it, that kind of a thing. Depending on if it's like a larger franchise that that might still have. You know the people on it. Yeah, there's there's pockets of people. Yeah, mm-hmm. but there's literally games he'll pop on and be like, "Yep, no one is playing this. Absolutely no one is playing this." Game. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, I was just curious. I was just genuinely curious to see if it does still have a, a, a sort of a thriving base, or if it was a case of like you know a small, very vocal minority kept this thing alive. I, I was just curious. So I think a lot of people were really after the preservation aspect of sure, it. Sure, yeah, because a lot of those games just don't show up again you know like if if you don't have the access to buy those games they're they're gone like mm-hmm. a lot a lot of, I, I i i aped on and on about the old playstation one classic games that are like you know five dollars to buy on the ps3 right now but if you wanted to buy it in a physical copy you got to track down a 400 hundred dollar copy you know like right people like who are, are supportive of that kind of stuff like this is why it's a convenient place to buy those i think were the people that that really were vocal enough that it really stemmed the tide as well as the people who were still playing it. Right. And, and actually uh, one thing that I, I, I thought that was very interesting too, was that the announcement came from Jim Ryan, who's the current CEO of PlayStation. I think it was good that it came from him because a lot of people, like, I don't know if it's fair or not, but I would say that based on some of the things that he said, it's fair to lay all the blame at his feet. He's gone on record. Like they did some event, for Gran Turismo, it was like celebrating like the 25th anniversary of Gran Turismo or something. And they had the PS1 set up with a copy of Gran Turismo 1 and then Gran Turismo 2 is sitting next to it and then 3 on the PlayStation 2 and then 4 and 5 on the PlayStation 3 and then 6 and 7 on... Well, 7 is coming out on PS5, but there was Gran Turismo Sport on PS4 and apparently he was sitting there and he's like looking at Gran Turismo 1 and he's like, who in their right mind would want to play this? Like it's ugly, right, right. you know, and so he said things like that, and and people are like, "This guy hates video games. What's he <laughs> even doing?" Here? Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, like what you you look at Phil Spencer, who talks about, you know, I was playing so and so game last night, blah blah blah. He Jim Ryan did an interview with 
GQ where he was talking about PlayStation and they asked him what what games he's been playing and he's like oh I was playing Astro's Playroom well he didn't even say he was playing it he just said Astro's Playroom is a great pack-in game and it was like wait <laughs> like <laughs> do do you play games you know like of of the people in charge of the companies right now in charge of Nintendo and Xbox and and PlayStation he seems the one that is least likely to actually play video games. Right, right. And a lot of people have laid the blame of everything that we've been talking about, all the black eyes and body shots that PlayStation is suffering. They're laying all the blame at this guy's feet. So for him to actually be the one making the statement was actually a bit of a like, okay, maybe they do care a little bit about (laughs) some of this stuff. So yeah, I thought that was very interesting. But yeah. Did you see the other thing that they're getting crap for that they didn't even do? No. Okay, so this is this is just an interesting thing I think to talk about. It just happens to involve PlayStation. It's it's just I think it's an interesting way to look at at video games in general. So are you, are you familiar with the, the franchise Days Gone? It's a PlayStation franchise. Yeah, I, I'm familiar enough to know what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So Days Gone came out on PlayStation. It launched badly. Like it had a lot of bugs, and it got like sixes and seven reviews and it's like no man's sky in the sense where they've turned it around and they did a lot of work on it and people generally regard days gone as a very good game now and it's gotten a lot of press over the last few months because it's been part of a freebie playstation collection if you bought the ps5 and it's actually now out on playstation plus and like a lot of people really like that game well there was a report that came out that said PlayStation was pitched by the developer of Days Gone, the sequel, and they passed on it. And they're not making a sequel to Days Gone, even though Days Gone, slight spoilers for Days Gone, has a sequel ending. Like it doesn't have like, uh, it, it okay. doesn't, it doesn't end on a cliffhanger, but it ends in it's like open-ended, open-ended yeah, ending. It yeah. could continue. So it ends like that. They've passed. They are not making Days Gone 2. The company that made Days Gone 1 is working on an, another project, and it is not Days Gone 2. So people were furious. Like, how could you not make Days Gone 2? Days Gone 1 is so great. Like, what are you doing? And the the actual director of Days Gone, I, well, actually, I'm not even sure if he was the director. He worked on it, and he no longer is at the company. But he was a high ranking official at the company that made days gone mm-hmm. ben studio is, is the name of the studio and they asked him he hasn't been there for two years he quit well I, the rumor is well not even the rumor he basically says that they fired him they basically came to him one day and they're like you're not good for us anymore you need to go and he's like okay whatever fine package me out you know, right he, he fully admits that he was not a nice guy and they're probably right to get rid of him but they they asked him on this podcast they're like what do you think about the fact that they're not making Days Gone 2. And his response was, if you don't buy the game at full price when it comes out, don't be surprised when you don't get sequels. Wait, well, I mean, that's a solid point. It's, yeah. it's definitely a solid point, but he, I, I will say I phrased it with a lot less cursing than he mm-hmm. did. Sure. Uh, <laughs> and I mean, he, the example he gave was God of War. God of War sold... the the most recent God of War, sold millions of copies as soon as it came out at full price. Of course, that's got a sequel. The sequel Mm -hmm. is coming. We know it's coming. Days Gone did not sell millions of copies at the beginning. And the interviewer even asked him straight up, like, well, how do you know if you're going to like it? 
you know, like, cause, cause the guy says, he's like, if you want, if you love a franchise, support it when it comes out at full price. Right. And, and they're, they're like, well, how will you know if you're going to like it if it's a brand new franchise? And he's like, that, well, I don't know. You got it. I get it. But like, <laughs> at the same time, don't be shocked. You can't complain if you didn't support the game at launch because people, people will wait to buy games on sale. And I mean, Days Gone, when it came out, it wasn't really something that I wanted to go out and buy right away. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the only reason I have it was because it's a PlayStation Plus preview. So again, I didn't pay any money right. for it. So well, I didn't support it, it. If at release, too, it was kind of a buggy, uh, maybe lackluster style game, there's going to be a lot. Like I, I look to the No Man's Sky. That's, that's what I'm the most familiar with. And it was promised to be this monstrous game. And within hours, people realized, oh, they've only delivered a fraction of what they promised. And mm-hmm. it went from being this huge selling game to they're giving away stuff for free. And again, they've turned it around. It's now regarded as a good game. Do I expect a No Man's Sky 2? Never. I mm-hmm. never expect that because everyone is going to be so soured with the initial experience. They're never going to give them the opportunity to do a second one, right? Yeah, and to me, this is kind of the same thing. You know, you you want them to make a second game, release the good game the first time around. Yeah, you know, good games will sell a lot, and bad games will not sell that much. Yeah, and and this is the bit that I was like, do you see how they're in, they're in trouble for this? I don't know why, but people have just taken that as some Sony guy is saying that we should buy games at full price, and we should never buy games at. at, at well, I hate those guys. Sony, how can Sony do this? And it's like, that guy hasn't worked at Sony in two years. <laughs> <laughs> and they fired that guy for being a self-confessed asshole. Like, right, like, right. So, I mean, it's it's one of those things where it's just like, okay, well, did anyone actually read what the article was about or just the headline? <laughs> no, it's not Sony's year, Mike. It's not Sony's year. That's, no, uh, that's what no. we've, we've settled on over the last couple episodes of this show. Definitely. But hey, you know who's having a good year is Xbox. And an update to something we've talked about before is we talked about how Xbox has had issues getting their streaming stuff and their Game Pass stuff over on Apple. And actually, they're doing an iOS beta right starting, I think now, as of today, I believe. If you are a, a Game Pass Ultimate subscriber, select Game Pass Ultimate subscribers are being invited to, to try the iOS and Windows 10 browser trial mm-hmm. to get the, the streaming to work on there. It's actually interesting. I, I think I, I was, I kind of only half read it, so I probably shouldn't talk too much about this, right. but it looks like Xbox like bought a company specifically for this job. Like it's very possible. I I don't know anything about this story. So other than the fact I know they were they were launching it, but yeah. uh, it wouldn't shock me if the technology exists. You know, Microsoft's been on a buying spree. So yeah, yeah, gobble them up. There was a company they they made a, their game run on iOS through a streaming browser, and Xbox just bought them, and now Xbox runs in their right, exact right. software. So. So yeah, so if you if you're an Xbox fan and you're looking forward to streaming on your Apple device, then hey, got some great news for you. And uh, I can also recommend the Backbone controller for your phones because I see that absolutely everywhere now. I don't know if you've seen that. Uh, do you have one, Mike? I do not. Oh, I have the Razer Kishi, which works for Android. Oh, but okay. The, okay. the iOS only like the Backbone is only available for iOS. They are working on an Android version. I already bought my Kishi before I even heard of the backbone, but everyone is like the backbone kicks the Kishi's ass and I'm pretty happy with my Kishi. So right. if it's better than the Kishi, I'm like, damn, 
Right. But it's a definitely a strong recommendation. If you're going to play games on your phone, you should invest in, in basically a joystick for it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it makes it look like it looks like it's a dual shock controller or, or a, a switch pro controller that's missing the, the middle. Right. And then you put your phone in it and it's, it's supposedly fantastic. Yeah, but, perfect. Yeah. So there you go. You start playing uh, some, uh, some Game Pass games on your, on your iOS devices with your backbone or just use your screen and hate yourself because <laughs> I don't know if you've tried to play a console game with touch controls lately. I have. It's shit. I, I was, I was going to say I've tried playing mobile games with touch controls and I want to die every single time. So <laughs> I, I can only imagine. I got the Kishi, and the Kishi works on actual some Android games. Like I use it for my remote play mostly, but it also it does work on Android games themselves. And I actually find myself like, oh, if I have an older game and I throw it on and it doesn't work, I'm like, son of a bitch, I ain't playing this anytime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, if you want to cheat at Fortnite now, you can use uh, the joystick on the mobile version. Well, you know, it's really funny. You know what works on it? One of the first games I bought on an Android phone was Grand Theft Auto 3, and it works on it. Oh. Yeah. All right. So I, I can play Grand Theft Auto 3 with my Kishi on Android. And I, God, I bought that. I bought it on my Samsung Galaxy 3 for 99 cents. It was a big sale. And I was wow, like, holy. Big and I remember. Spender. I remember being like, holy shit, it's Grand Theft Auto 3 on my phone. And then it was like, oh, these touch controls are so <laughs> shitty. So I've never done anything more than the tutorial yeah. in that game. Do you know if Grand Theft Auto 2 is available on a mobile device? Well, good question. I don't know. Because I've always, you know, it, that was when it was still top down, right? Yeah. I haven't mm-hmm. skipped ahead too many generations. That'd be a perfect mobile game. It seems like they've really missed the ball if it's not out there already. It, I don't know. I know a lot of the the 3D ones, like San Andreas and, and Vice City are also yeah. on, on there as well. Like, obviously, 4 and 5 aren't on mobile. No, of course not. 5 probably eventually, you know, you never know. <laughs> hey, man, they, with all this browser streaming, you can probably play 5. Yeah, oh, definitely. No, definitely. All right, should we talk about something that's not video games, Mike? Yeah, let's talk about something else. I was going to say, I feel like it's been like about a month and all we've talked about is PlayStation and Xbox. There's been uh, a lot of really big news. I know, I know. I'm not judging us. I mean, obviously, we are perfect and infallible in every way. So, you know, we can only report on the news. We can't invent exactly. the news. Um, let's talk about space, Mike. NASA in particular, they have had a real big few weeks, haven't they? Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, well, let's talk about uh, the helicopter that they flew on Mars. And, I, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I love that this is a thing, by the way, that there was a helicopter on Mars. <laughs> yes. So, it's obviously, it's the very first man-made object to fly on another planet or moon or whatever you want to call it, space body. They had a couple problems earlier in the week. Or sorry, not early in the week, earlier last week, where they had to kind of send some updated software. And I guess there was something wrong with the the propeller or something, not physically, just with the software. They had that fixed. And today it flew up in the air, Mike, three meters in the air for a few seconds and then landed. And it's all very exciting. And no matter how simple that flight <laughs> happened to be on paper, it's fascinating that we were able to, you know, send this thing 290 million kilometers away and landed on the moon or landed on the Mars and, and fly it around. And I guess what they're going to use it for is basically uh, this for this one in particular 
is a scout for the actual rover for the Perseverance rover right. because they're expecting to make 300 meter flights kind of per charge. My understanding is that obviously the Mars atmosphere is substantially thinner. So you have to spin the blades five or six times as fast as you would on Earth. So obviously that chews through your battery life uh, a little bit harder than it would here on, on this planet. Mm-hmm. But it's so it's still really cool that that's possible. And obviously none of this, it's not like some guy at, you know, mission control flying around with his, you know, DualShock controller. Like this is all done remotely. It's all done by AI and, and robotics and pre-programmed stuff because there's a huge latency between the two planets. But man, it's it's fascinating. It's just it's just so amazing. I, I, the thing that's the most exciting for me, Mike, is that it's all being live streamed and there's 4K video of everything. Like, imagine landing on the moon for the first time with like you could just watch on Twitch, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. see everything that's happening. Like, it's so cool that we're kind of like part of this, you know? Yeah, it must be like what the moon landing was, except in the sense of the moon landing was what everybody was watching because like that was it. Yeah. But this is available for you to watch. But not everybody's watching it because they're, <laughs> you know, they care more about what what Kardashian is doing. Today. No, absolutely, absolutely. But I mean, it is awesome. It's awesome that we get to watch all this stuff, you know, because in the past, all the Mars landing stuff has been really interesting. But a still photo is not as exciting as any sort of video or anything like that. And I, I don't, I love or it. a helicopter. Or a helicopter. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So anyway, I don't know if you have anything else to add to that story, Mike, but I figured it was pretty cool and it was worth mentioning. It is really cool. Like I didn't even know that they had. I mean, I I guess I haven't been looking at the the space stuff as as thoroughly as you. Sure. Too, too busy looking at Kardashians. I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Which is your favorite, Mike? Uh, are there any other surprises that I should look forward to? Is there going to be like another? Is it, is the the rover going to open up and a smaller dune buggy going to come out of it or something? <laughs> like, <laughs> well, it's going to turn into Mad Max, you know, like you're going to get all, all the guys running around. <laughs> but no, no, I think this was the big one. This is uh, they're not intending to use the helicopter for anything serious this time around. It was mostly just sort of a proof of concept that they'll then, you know, play around with. I guess it's it, this one is. I, I don't want to say toy. But as far as it goes, it's a toy. You know, it's like the original rovers they landed uh, 20 years ago now. But uh, I, I guess in the future, they can do a lot more with it, right? Do bigger hops, bigger jumps, that kind of thing. Maybe just send a helicopter that can do testing. Who knows? It's hard to say. Mm-hmm. The The possibilities are endless. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And then the other story, Mike, is we are going back to the moon. Have you have you followed uh, Project Artemis at all? Are you familiar with that? Apparently not. No, because no. I, I, the name escapes me. <laughs> <laughs> well, NASA has been planning on going back to the moon for a while, and hopefully, we can shut up all those stupid uh, moon landing deniers. But anyway, uh, SpaceX was awarded the contract. I guess NASA's budget is not. of the entire United States GDP like it was back in the 60s. -hmm. Um, So they they awarded them a $2.89 billion contract to develop a Starship vehicle that will land on on the moon. And one is going to be an unmanned mission. The other one will be a manned mission. And I am particularly excited about this because of the same reasons that I'm excited about the, the Mars landing is 
this can be live streamed. You know, the latency between the moon and, and Earth is not that big. Like we could literally watch in 4K or maybe 8K by then. Who knows? Everything that's happening. And I think that's just so cool. I think it's the next best thing to being there. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's a lot better than grainy photographs and even grainier video footage. Yeah, we have now. Absolutely. You know, what? it would be amazing to me. And I know they're not going to do it is if they landed somewhere near like the Apollo 11 landing site or any of the Apollo landing sites. Like, look at this. This yeah. is like history. Look at this history, right? Because everything else space wise has been fired up there and then it explodes on the planet somewhere. And that's it. You know, that's just kind of gone forever. But right? we could actually go back and, and look at all this old stuff. Look at the old footsteps because they don't go anywhere because there is no wind on the moon, which the nerdy babies book has taught me. There you go, Mike. You're ready to go. You're ready to go. That's right. I know all about the nerdy babies and moon and all that stuff. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so I am I am very excited. I'm just seeing if there's an actual date here like a timeline kind of a thing. yeah i know they had originally mentioned uh 2024 as their target but i think they've also suggested that yeah they're not going to hit that it's not realistic at this point in time so i think somebody threw around like 10 years kind of by 2030 we'll be back which i mean uh when did they land 69 was the first time it's hard to believe it's been over 50 years since we've been back to the moon but I don't know. It's good testing for when they want to uh, land people on Mars, right? Wait, when was the last time we went to the moon? Well, sorry, we landed on the moon in 69, and like, yeah. the last time we ever went was 72, I want to right. say. Yeah, because yeah. we, they went quite a few times, yeah, but then there they was, stopped and just haven't gone back. I was going to say, of. yeah, it was 11, 12, 14, 15, 16, 17, and that was it. And then they focused on Skylab and all the space stations after that. Mm-hmm. I, I really like... I really like space and nasa i had no idea from <laughs> this conversation if you ever want to go down a wikipedia black hole mike you just start reading about apollo you'll have about 19 tabs open by then by the end of it yeah it'll be amazing for you an educational experience for william yeah definitely he could learn all about it how mm-hmm. nerdy babies become nerdy kids and then nerdy kids become nerdy astronauts that's right well ben actually told me the other day he wants to go to space and I was like, oh, you want to be an astronaut? He's like, yeah, I want to be an astronaut. So here they go. That's the, his, his first classic childhood dream job is astronaut. There you go. And we get William to be astronaut and they can all be astronauts together. Yeah, there you go. We can put them in a box and then shake it and be like, you're going to the moon. <laughs> and they can use their imaginations. Yeah. Well, are you buying any new appliances for your new house, Mike? You can get one of those big appliance boxes. That would be a perfect spaceship. That's true. Mm-hmm. I don't believe we are buying any oh, new Oh, well, that's too bad. Then. <laughs> maybe maybe a couch. I don't know. Do couches yeah. come in boxes? Depends uh, on They do. Well, I mean, it depends. It depends yeah. on the couch. But typically, yes, they're, they're in a cardboard box. So Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Actually, you know what? It's funny because I was going to make a joke about like, yeah, we'll get our kids together, you know, after we've all had our our shots and stuff. I actually might be eligible to get my shots sooner than later. Oh, are you in one of the hotspot areas? No, but I have this a weird loophole that I can take advantage of. Laura has her high blood pressure, which we've talked about on the show before. And because of the high blood pressure, Laura is eligible to get her shot earlier. Oh, okay. And supposedly because... I have a spouse with high blood pressure. Well, n- not specifically high blood pressure, but I have a spouse with a condition. Uh, a condition 
I am eligible. So oh. I've, I've tossed my name onto some wait lists and we'll see if I, uh, <laughs> if I get a call. I feel like I'm still not going to get a call before June, but like. That's interesting. That, you get that your could, name on the list. Yeah, that is yeah. pretty interesting. I had I had heard rumors, you know, that like Tiff, she's got some medical stuff, obviously, and I we had heard that she might be able to get it too. But then there was like no written information about it anywhere, so we just assumed it was some rumor. But yeah, well, the one thing that's really funny too is actually I was talking to one of my coworkers, and his wife actually works at the hospital, and she's already had her vaccination. She, mm-hmm. I think, she's only had her first shot, not her second shot. But I said to him, I'm like, yeah, I mean, like, if I'm able to, to go because my wife has a, has a condition, then surely you must be able to go because your, your wife works at a hospital and she's gotten, she's gotten hers because she's a frontline worker. Yeah. And he's, he goes and he goes to look it up and he's like, yeah, that's not an option. And I'm like, what? <laughs> how do I go? Like, how do I get to go? And you don't. That doesn't make any sense to yes, me. Yes. So. Yeah. That's right. None of it makes sense. Well, I was really excited when they said the AstraZeneca stuff was available, but mm-hmm. for 40 and over. And I'm like, oh, so close. <laughs> My brother actually gets into that one. So he, does it? Yeah. He, he might be able to be getting that soon but yeah. yeah so so good news for him actually as as i said my mom texted me during the show and she got her shot just a little earlier today so oh good one one of two one of two yeah yeah one yeah. of two so both my parents have their first now so well that's good both mine have theirs so soon our parents can hang out even though yeah, they've never they, hung out ever <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean i is there ever an experience where they would have been together i, I, I was gonna so. say no i don't think so unless no no i can't think of any situation maybe at like a graduation thing like back maybe, in high school or something maybe that might be the last time yeah or like the last time my parents dropped me off at your parents house <laughs> <laughs> yeah that could be yeah yeah over 20 years ago that was a while that yeah was a while yeah well i think on that note though that will do it for this week's episode of part-time nerds full-time dads you can follow along with our adventures in parenting at part-time nerds to full-time dads.com as well as on apple Podcasts, google play spotify stitcher iHeartRadio, Castbox, and all your favorite podcast listening services if you want to get a hold of us and let us know any helpful tips or even tell us what we said was dead wrong you can send an email to the dads at part-time nerds full-time dads.com or reach us on our twitter or facebook accounts at pt nerds ft dads We'll be back next week with more nerdy dad advice for people who are most certainly not qualified to give any whatsoever. Until next time, I am Mike. And I'm Chris. And we'll talk to you again soon. Well, you're really struggling there, Mike. (laughs) Yeah, I'm having a lot of problems reading. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, you might need to get that uh, that shot sooner than later. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm definitely getting uh, my glasses checked soon so that's gonna be fun